you for being patient. Greetings, everyone, for the welcome to the Postmasters Basic live stream for I am Colin Jessica Hyphen Marie Colin Carney. Thank you so much for joining me this Tuesday evening, September 27th, 2022. I'm super excited for our topics tonight, and my wish is that each of you, no matter where you are in your sovereign journey, I hope each of you learn something new this evening. I know I'm learning a lot personally, so I hope that you are um, as well. That's the goal of this um, Postmasters Basic Telegram channel is that we are helping people learn more about the venue, whether you don't have your claim of the life, you just found out about Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gould or saw last flag standing or want to understand or comprehend the quantum grammar in this venue, or if you're a, a seasoned postmaster, as I see some of you here, it's great to be with you. The chat is open. So feel free to put an emoji in that chat, say hello. And uh, if you want to push an emoji, let me know how everybody's doing this evening. That would be great. Kick things off. How's everybody? I'm enjoying, I'm in Texas and I'm enjoying the cooler weather. We're in the high 80s, which feels really great. Borderline windows open at this point for us. <laughs> and we're getting down into the 60s. So we're feeling some relief from the heat that we've had for months. All right. I like that alien um, or that's that hand with the V in the middle. I don't know what you call that, but that's funny. I haven't seen that one before. <laughs> all right, everyone. Um, excited to have all of you here. Before we get started and we talk about our topics um, and open the call. I just want to offer my gratitude of the Commander in Chief and Postmaster General of our world, Colin Russell-J Colin Gold. Here's to the Chief's valor and his sacrifices made and taking a stand to create solutions for us to safeguard ourselves, our families, and the face of tyranny. So gratitude to you, Chief. All right, Paul says, live long and prosper. Greetings to everybody. Well, our topics this evening, we're going to be covering the ways that you have support with your claim of the life. Whether you purchased it a while ago, you haven't gone through the steps, um, or you've recently purchased and you're in the middle of a step, or maybe you have your claim of the life and you're just wondering, how do you begin this sovereign journey as a postmaster? Are you a postmaster? Maybe you want to cement some of your writing skills. We're going to talk about these support systems and talk about syntaxing and all these mechanisms that are in place in the venue, as we say, as a postmaster, as a future claimant. And as I mentioned earlier, hoping to make sure that you learn something. So. Um, let's jump right in. Before we get started, can you put a thumbs up in the chat if you have purchased your claim of the life, but you don't have the document yet? So perhaps you're currently navigating your way through steps one through six on the fortheclaimofthelife.com website. Can you give us a thumbs up if you've purchased your claim of the life, but you don't have the actual document yet? Give us a thumbs up. All right, looks like we have a lot of claimants on. No future claimants. We've got a thumbs up, there we go. All right, so TK. TK says he has purchased, but um, he doesn't have his document yet. And we're talking, you know, that you're navigating through steps one through six on the for the claim of the life.com. Um, I'm going to introduce a special guest. He is our postmaster pointee leader, and he's here to talk about for the tutoring. And we're going to cover what this is and how this is going to help you if you have your claim of the life, but uh, if you've purchased it and don't have the document yet and are navigating through steps one through six. So if you could please join me in welcoming Colin Marcus with Christopher Colin Kirkland. Postmaster Point T and 
national leader. Hey, Marcus, welcome. All right, can you unmute and say hello? I'm sorry, I, I thought I was unmuted. I was saying hello to everyone <laughs> uh, and all that were listening. And uh, okay, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, you kind of kept going. Well, anyway, yeah, it's great, great to be here. Great to be here uh, in, in this now space. And uh, and good to come on and talk about uh, this venue of the tutoring that we have on board with our, our for the claim of the life .com site moving into step seven, which is where all the real fun starts. Mm -hmm. uh, but the but the tutoring I, I, I think is is great to have because there's those of us who typically come into a venue uh, and a venue of this type, it, it, you know, it's for the first time, uh, it's tackling new technology that's, that's really retraining the brain to see things in a certain way. And uh, so you, you need some, some, some navigation, some helping hands, so to speak. And uh, I'm just happy to be in that spot to, to do that for people. So let's start with Marcus. What is a claim of the life? Well, a claim of the life simply is the placement for the outdated birth certificate system that ended in 1999. And basically what you're doing is you're taking charge of your life. We were born into the uh, into this plane on this planet, uh, contracted in right from right from the get go. You know, our first contract, unbeknownst to us, you know, it was the contract into uh, trust they like to say but really it was back into a, a slave position you know where we were hypothecated on the market to uh, pay for whatever it is they wanted to pay for so uh, as we move forward you know we find ourselves in a position to take charge of our lives you know we've at least in my from perspective you know i was always raised to be responsible and accountable for my actions but as i got older i realized that uh uh, it was a limit to that. And you were really seen as someone who was incompetent, you know, a grown child, so to speak. So I was I was hoping for the day that we get into the venue to where we can learn to, uh, to navigate our own lives. So that's where we are. So the claim of life sets the foundation for us to uh, have the capacity to state a claim. And this goes in, in relation to the global guidelines, rules, laws, uh, that pretty much govern the the commercial operations of the planet. So that's where we find ourselves. That was a great overview of that. I'm going to go back and listen to that again. Thank you. Um, let's talk about, I mentioned steps one through six. So we have different steps in the journey is, you know, getting your claim of the life. Can you talk about what I meant when I said the steps one through six? And talk about and, and how that ties into for the tutoring and what you're doing. Yeah, so when you come on to for the claim of the life dot com, you know, you go through the introduction of how you can purchase your claim of the life. And I, I like what one of the what one of the postmasters had mentioned before, because you know, the art uh, not necessarily the argument, but the uh, mention of, you know, why why does a claim of the life cost? And um uh, you know, it, 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 we kind of go through this paradigm shifting of what should be given to us naturally and what should have some value attached to it. And of course, with value, it's uh, in a commercial realm, it's usually uh, a monetary value attached to it. So um, uh, it's just like any other uh, fee for freight, uh, processing fee, administration fee, however you want to title it. There's value placed on, and usually monetary value uh, assists with the operation. So, um, so the, the cost is, uh, in my view, just an operational component of the entire uh, platform. But it, it's more than that. So the steps one through six, uh, you know, gets gets the the, the individual 
for lack of a better word, the, the man or woman in place to claim their life, to, to establish the foundational document that they need to move forward, take charge of their, their world. So steps one through six are, for the most part, are, are basic steps, but for some people they need or would like uh, some, some help with that because there are some mechanics involved that are out of the norm for, for most of us, you know? Uh, so there's some, some mm -hmm. trepidation there to, to, you know, to move forward. So you, you kind of want somebody that has some firsthand knowledge about doing those first few steps. Well, you said it's, there's value and, and that resonates with me because slavery's free, right? The slavery is free. We are the money or the chattel or the backing of this slave system. So, you know, some other things that are really critical to know is the flag, the Title IV flag, a postmaster general. There's only one postmaster hyphen general. That's it. There are no other postmaster hyphen generals. And, you know, given what what we know that Chief has done and our knowledge and speaking with him and watching war castles of all of the different organizations, associations, governments, and entities, agencies that are operating in a fraudulent capacity, we also know that this mathematical interface is the solution. So the flag mm -hmm. and what other things do we say too about being able to mint your own currency? I, I don't think there's anyone else out there who could do that. So there is a difference in this venue than having your mm -hmm. own, you know, say, well, I'm gonna be a sovereign. I'm sovereign in my heart and soul and I'm gonna go live off the grid. There's a, there's a difference there. Um, mm. If you, yes. you wanna to touch on that, you know, we talk about that a lot, um, having the postmaster hyphen general and having the backing of the quantum hyphen banking system and the title four flag, there's um, authority and uh, position behind that to command the fiction yeah. would right would you say that too yeah yeah i would and and the, the, to nail it even further the the foundation of the language the communic uh parse syntax grammar sentence structure uh you know that that whole uh egg if you will um you know it's 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 a powerful tool to or or tool that positions one in a position to to uh, uh, to be in charge, you know, of oneself, of one's world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's been such a blessing for us coming in the venue and and connecting and seeing this for the tutoring. It's been great, and I've I've seen what you're doing there, helping. Um, claimants, per people who purchase their claim of the life, future postmasters, future claimants in those steps, mm -hmm. because it can be very daunting. Um, yes. Right. It's, it's like when you yes. are taking control, you're stepping out into the world as a sovereign. It's kind of like you need some, you need some guiding lights around you. So um, how does someone know yeah, you you the tutoring, Marcus? Yeah, we and that's one thing about the tutoring. How how do you know? You got to be honest with yourself first of all. Um, but you know, first of all, when you go in, because some people you know have no trouble in following directions or instructions. Uh, you know, putting things together or you know comprehending certain terms and, and just move, navigating through a particular process. But then there's those of us that. Uh, for whatever reason, whether our schedules don't allow it, our minds are distracted in one way, or we just don't, you know, just have a hard time. So uh, being honest with yourself to to say, hey, I need a little guidance, I need a little handholding um, for whatever reason. So uh, uh, that in itself, uh, the mailing mechanics is another uh, way to, to, to ID whether or not you need the the guidance, because once you take a look at it, you know, you talk about self mailing and uh, some people rarely, if ever, go into the post office. Um, uh, so, you know, just making sure and there's those of us who want to make sure we do it right the first time. Uh, I heard one of the postmasters say he's obsessed with having it correct. So I, we've had postmasters come or boarding postmasters come through 
that want to do it right once and, and, and move on because this is a key step in their journey to being a postmaster is this process right right now getting the, the claim of the life. Uh, there are uh, other means. There's some postmasters come through that had a claim of the life for a better part of a year or more and never move forward. I'm not sorry. Uh, they, they never move forward with the mailing of, of getting chief to authorize the claim of the life. So there was some, and then come to find out, there was some, as you mentioned, uh, some trepidation there as to, um, God, am I going to do it right? What's going to happen if they ask me this? So mm -hmm. it's, it's good to be able to provide them with that support also. Yeah. You know, it's funny because um, you can think of yourself as a Teflon to the fiction if you live in certain parts of the world but really you have to get your usuries correct you're still mm -hmm. operate you know you are still enjoined with fraudulent bankrupt entities and need mm -hmm. to get yourself correct and there are things that happen when with the volition behind that it's almost like it's just a positioning of a paradigm shift so um, the tutoring is, is wonderful. It's if you're going through steps one through six, there is um, a telegram group. It's a private group. And Marcus, will you tell us about um, the membership that's involved? What, what kind of membership do you get in the for the tutoring group? Yeah, it's a nominal fee of $40. It's usually a one time only. Uh, there have been postmasters that have gone more than than uh, the first 30 days because the goal is to get you through the one steps one through six to get you that claim of the life in your possession. And so that's the main goal there is to make sure that you have your I's dotted and your T's crossed and that you're confident when you move into uh, your mailing location to have that self mailing go in and come back to you. So. Um, that's the main goal of the of the steps one through six and that and the tutoring. So there's a nominal fee is forty dollars for the uh, for the thirty days. We have two live streams a week, Thursdays and Sundays. And uh, but in between those times, you know, you, know, you can communicate with me. I'm open, uh, so I'm there to to help you in answering any queries you might have, and to. Uh, maybe give you that extra boost to say, hey, okay, you're going to the post office tomorrow, fine, you know, report back to me when you get done, you know. Uh, so uh, just a simple accountability helps uh, postmasters in uh, moving forward with the process because how many times have we turned around and said, okay, I'm going to go to the post office tomorrow and tomorrow comes and it's like, ah, you find something else to do instead because there's nothing there pushing, no one there to, to give you that yeah. nudge. So uh, I've been helpful in that in that in that uh, uh, way also. So uh, whatever 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 it needs whatever you need to uh, get that step one through six get that uh, claim of the life out to the chief to get authorization. That's what we that's our goal. Get that done. That's great. So you're a mentor, a coach, a little angel on the shoulder there, a little voice <laughs> accountability. Hey, get your butt to the post office. <laughs> Go get, get that, to the uh, post office. Get that registered mailing done. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, get ready to move into step seven. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get comfortable with it. Because that that first that first uh, uh, performance can be nerve wracking. I mean, even for the strongest of strong, it could be nerve wracking because, you know, especially when we've been into the fiction world all our lives and we're used to uh, being correct, you know, we used to pr process, we're process driven. So, uh, uh, but now we can be process driven in our world to, to take to take charge of that. And moving into step seven allows us to really get, get in deep with uh, being in charge. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue. We're gonna talk about step seven, move on to the postmaster study groups, but mm -hmm. I wanna see if we have any questions in the chat related to for the tutoring and steps one through six. So I'm just scanning here. If you do have a question and you haven't posted it yet, um, and you have a question on for the tutoring or for Marcus on that topic, please post in the chat. And I don't see anything here that you didn't cover, nothing specific. We've got some interesting 
information about how David Wynn Miller and Operation Toilet Flush, highly recommend going to Colin Russell having J. Colin Gould's YouTube channel and looking for Operation Toilet Flush for closure on how the David Wynn Miller surrendered the flag, was court-martialed, and did go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So take a look at that. <laughs> um, let's see if we have any other questions for you. Um, let's see. I think we're good on our steps one through six. I don't see anything in there. Okay. Okay. Well, that was great. And this is a perfect segue to talk about step seven. Um, so let's talk about it, Marcus, since we're both postmaster pointees. We have okay. some other pointees. Um, we have some other pointees on the chat too. So I see Donald and I think I saw Suzanne as a postmaster. So, all right. Mm -hmm. If you are in a postmaster study group, please put a thumbs up or another fun emoji in the chat if you are in the study groups or your appointee. All right. There's Suzanne. We've got some postmasters in the house. Okay. Let's talk about step seven. So after you you get got your claim of the life, you've navigated through steps one through six, you have your claim of the life in hand. What a wonderful feeling. I know I had some <laughs> spiritual connection to that when I did get my claim of the life last March, to be exact. And we move into step seven. And those are the study groups, and they're set up globally in um, all around the world. So Canada, in the US, we have three for East, Central, and Western time zones. We also have Australia and Europe. And what that what we do in those study groups is we have a main channel as well. Marcus, that's your role is you're the leader of the main channel. And you're also, I'd say, the leader for all of us pointees, right? You're kind of our anchor and our point person, our guide, the captain there. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have the brother. main channel, the big brother. There you go, brother Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, we have weekly live streams in most of the groups. So we will do weekly chats and live streams. We cover all of the step seven topics. So learning how to navigate in the fiction with your claim of the life as a sovereign. There is paperwork involved in learning how to use the paperwork. There's a list on the For the Claim of the Life website. I'll go ahead and post that here once you do get your claim of the life. Um, there's a lot of, of wonderful things you get from your Postmaster Toolbox. And Marcus, why don't you tell us about the live streams on the main channel? Tell us about the main channel. Okay, great. The, the main channel is kind of like the hub of all the other channels around the globe, as Jessica mentioned. Uh, uh, so so what we do is, you know, the, the other study groups, individual study groups, they they meet with the members uh, and we have a monthly focus of, of uh, on a topic. Uh, for instance, it may be uh, a quantum claim with uh, a usury uh, driver's license, for instance. So the groups will come together, they'll go over the mechanics of, of the topic. And mm -hmm. of course, when you have people all over the globe, typically people have different ideas, different opinions. Um, so, um, so when those things come up, uh, those things are brought up on the main channel where we can kind of get a, uh, cohesiveness of, uh, you know, uh, we all see things, see things in a similar, if not the same way. Yes. Concurrence. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that's what we do on the main channel. We come together, uh, collectively and, uh, make sure we're on, you know, we're pretty much on the same page and have fun with the topics, use scenarios of you know, when and where we might use those. Mm -hmm. Yep, the, the main channel brings us together globally. I think that's so cool. So if you're in Australia, you can yeah. hear how we do it in California. Canadians, they have, um, you know, things that they're doing that the Australians are not doing and vice versa. So you can learn mm -hmm. globally. We have a format. So the beginning of the month typically is where we bring forth the content and the knowledge. The middle of the week, if you think of a sandwich, you've got the top part of the sandwich. The middle of the week is the the heart of the sandwich, whether you eat meat or veggies. <laughs> and we go out into our, our weekly groups. I am the pointee for Central. We have Donald, who's East, Leanne in the West, Jeremy in Canada, 
uh, Matthew and Robert in Australia. We also have um, Joseph and others helping out in West and other groups and Rico in Europe. So then we get into the weeds and we can answer, or excuse me, we can work with you to point you in the right direction for any, any questions that you have on the step seven mechanics. So there's a lot to unpack if you look at the list I posted um, with what you get um, with the FCC command letter, the Amicus Curie template, learning to stop and correct, because we're all about stopping and correcting and accountability. What does that mean? We have different ways to do that, whether it's in person, you know, with someone at the post office, or if it's through contract, through the Amicus, um, you get access to Chief's MP3 audio store. Um, we're going to talk about workshops too, because with your claim of life and in the study groups, there's workshops in person and just a lot of skills and knowledge for you to navigate your life and just dust it. Bye-bye fiction. Go to the backdrop. See you later. I got, I got places to go and people to, to love on in my life. So, you know, right. no more, no more control. Any questions on step seven? guys and girls, anybody have questions on the study groups that we can answer? All right, let's see what we've got in the chat. I'm just scrolling up too to see if we missed any. A lot of postmasters in the house. And we have Colin Charles hyphen Stephen Colin Warren. He's asking if we can get a refresher, even though step seven with the postmaster claim. Charles, I'm not sure what you're asking. So if you could be more specific, ask it a different way. I can hopefully get you closure this evening. I'm not sure what you mean. A refresher on what? I'm not sure what you're talking about there. Okay. Well, Marcus, thanks so much for your knowledge, for your time, your energy, your and being in the now space. Um, I really appreciate you, and it's it's an honor to have you here. So, if you're able to stay on, that would be wonderful. Yes, I'll stay on. And for the gratitude, it's a pleasure to be here and and just be amongst like-minded people. So, it's not a labor, but it's a labor of love. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Well said. Hold on one second. Okay. I got something for you on that one. Hang on. I'm going to play it again for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. let's, give, um, let's give a thumbs up to Marcus in the chat. Here we go. Or a fun emoji. There we go. All right. So, everybody, we're going to switch gears and we are going to talk about syntaxing. How many of you are interested in learning to syntax? Give me an emoji if you if you want to learn how to syntax, but you haven't learned yet. If you're, if you're interested. Okay, all right. Thanks, Marcus. Lots of love. We're gonna talk about what syntaxing is. I have a, another guest I'm gonna introduce you to, and we're gonna talk about um, what it means to syntax and break it down. So let me introduce my next guest this evening, Colin Paul, hyphen Douglas, Colin Jubinville. Hey, Paul, thank you for joining us. <laughs> right. Hey, Jessica, thanks. thanks so much for having me back again. I, I love the applause. Uh, it's, it's a magic button there that you have that the rest of us have. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I thought we could use that tonight. So cool. let's jump right in. Let's talk about syntax. What does that mean to syntax? What is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, syntaxing, it's a magnificent tool. So as you heard Marcus explain extremely well what the claim of the life is, once you get into having a claim of the life, you can contract with other postmasters to helping serve you in ways that will bring you uh, uh, knowledge and closure on the various tools that the whole venue has for us to help you maintain yourself in a self-governing status. And one of the major tools after your life claim that people could seek, and of course during life, uh, during the step seven, is to learn how to syntax. So what syntaxing is, is it's basically 
it's marking on the different types of words to label what part of word it is. And why that's significant is basically we're taught that we need to stop and correct, but what are we trying to stop and correct? Well, we're in a correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar venue. So we're looking at grammar as the thing that controls contract and contract controls all this stuff, you know, the terms and conditions to how we're supposed to perform. But when grammar controls contract, we have to make sure that we're using a good form of grammar so that we don't go to war over wrongful things that happen. So as it's mentioned earlier from the earlier founders of the venue, that uh, the grammatical math formula, no one's ever gone to war over a math formula. So there's this mathematical interface that kind of gets overlaid over contracts. Now to keep it a bit more simple, what that simply does is it proves that the grammar that was used in a contract is either a good, correct grammar or false and fictitious. So it's the main tool that we get to stand on as postmasters. Like let's say through other step seven, I want to take over my cell phone contract. Well, okay, that's great. I contract with Rogers, but <clears throat> in order to do that, I need to prove that their contract isn't valid for some reason, that there's something wrong with it. So as the postmaster with the life claim, it's my duty to stop and correct my usuries, my contracts, my world, my commercial world, right? So when I want to correct my cell phone contract or any other contract I'm involved with, I'll go grab that contract or the recent terms and conditions that they sent me as an update or whatever, and I'll syntax it as the forensic facts or the evidence or the proof that fictional grammar was used. And as the postmaster, it's my job to correct that. So like you heard of some other tools, the Amicus Curie can help to, to weed out some of that, cover letters, cool things in step seven that you can learn to help frame up uh, your commercial world. But the syntaxing is really the thing that's going to give you the evidence to the forensic facts to stand on to prove that you have, you're correcting it. And then you get to write the contract yourself with a performance contract I won't get into. That's a lot, you know, down the road a ways. But you get to stand on the fact that you're now the postmaster after you've proven that they can't correct the contract. They don't know what they're doing. You're the highest form of knowledge in the contract. And therefore, since there's only two ways to contract in this world, one with you as the postmaster and one with someone else as the postmaster, when you're the postmaster, you're the one in charge of your contract. And I see so you get to put Paul, I, I see, yeah. before I concur, I see the fact of the fiction or the dead or alive, correct uh, versus not correct, right? You can think of it yeah. different ways. And Once you, um, yeah, go ahead. I have one more comment I, after you make your comment. Just going to say, as, as people learn the syntaxing, they're not only learning how to syntax, they're not really learning correct grammar yet. But it's the mindset that begins to change. You start to be able to read funny things in grammar when you say, wow, that doesn't mean, you know, this noun is actually being used as a verb. But what does this such and such mean as a verb? Oh, my goodness. And you can start, you find these contracts, fiction contracts, laughable as to what they're trying to pull over our eyes, the wool. So, yeah, please, Jessica, continue. Yeah, it's funny. A couple things. So first, I want to touch on, you mentioned a comment about the cell phone bill, and I just want to give some clarity on that. As a postmaster, wherever you contract, wherever you, let's say, autograph your name, in the fiction, we would say wherever you sign your name, but the, we don't sign. We use the quantum autograph. That's a very important the first thing you need to learn, right, as a postmaster. So wherever you autograph your name is a contract, and we use it to get correct or to, to um, create joinder as a postmaster and take command. But it's not used to get out of debt free. It's not a get out of jail free or free mortgages, student loans, or credit card debt. If you have the debt, you pay it off. And that's also about being accountable and correct in the venue. So when you mentioned the cell phone bill, I want to just be clear. Um, I just want to, can you guys hear me okay? Just want to be clear um, that what Paul is saying, he's postmaster on that contract. So there's specific mechanics that you do when you're in contract, whether it's a job or you're joining a gym or a library card, anywhere where you autograph your name, you're, you're placing, you know, your, your quantum autograph and stamp there as a postmaster. 
can you just um, clarify that too? Because um, you mentioned the cell phone yeah. bill. I just don't want people to get the wrong idea. Definitely. And, and the, the cell phone that I was speaking about is more so the cell phone contract with the service provider so that I have a right to use this contract, but not in the right of debating a bill. So because I, there is value to all of these services that we are provided, and Jessica brings up a magnificent point that it's not a magic button where I don't have to pay anything. It just means that I'm in control of the contracts so that provided I continue to pay the bill or those things, then I'm the one who has the right to stipulate what's going on with the contract. For instance, my Rogers bill just couldn't say, oh, by the way, uh, you no longer now have inter with, internet with us because we don't like you. Just like my bank can't just go ahead and close my account. Just like my bank can't go ahead and just allow third party uh, people to go in there and start snooping around and that kind of thing. So we, we want to control the contracts, but we don't want to, we can't get a, a free ride. We all have to right. put our energy into a system in order to create community of commerce, which brings food to the table, which keeps the electric bills running. You know, I, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I, like I live up here in Canada and it's getting pretty chilly up here at night. So the furnace kicked on two nights ago. And I really appreciate having that heat. Now, if I wrote a contract to stipulate, I'm not going to pay you and I want free stuff, there's no, there's no um, integrity. I was going to use that, that no contract word because it's known. There's not much integrity there. You know? So we you, have to come it, into it with it, our clear conscience. Yeah. Exactly. It gives you a position, a footing, a ground that you didn't have before. So it is a negotiation. It's a back and forth. Hey, I, these are the terms I'd like to set for this contract. In addition to, I'm going to pay you this fee for service, X dollars for the cell or water, electricity, the service you're providing, the insurance. Yeah. But now, right. hey, I want to add these X things and, you know, void of these other things, little tricky things like maybe you want to cancel my policy, even though I'm paid current and I'm a great customer. I've never been late, but you just want to cancel it so you can, you know, increase my rates. 10% in five days and I have no policy coverage. There's things like that, those tricks and traps that the contracts bind you in because they are in fiction. You know, just look at any of your contracts. If you see something in a box, it's not really saying anything. So right. it gives you a position, a foothold to have command. And that's the, the cool part about it is you can say, hey, I want to cap rate increases. You know, you could take some command and they have to concur with you, fiction or not. Mm -hmm. So. Right. That's the other piece of that, too. It just puts you in a place of um, authority. Authority. Right? Exactly. Ownership. Yeah. The authority is exactly where I was going with that, too, is because once you're an authority, you get to be one of the players in that game, but not just one of the players, the main one. <laughs> you know? So so it levels the playing field in the contract world in your favor. In, it used to be in the favor of the others when we were treated as trustees of the birth certificate, the death certificate, that slavery system. You're just a trustee. You're there to pay off the debt. Well, here now as postmaster over that contract, you now have a say in how that course of business goes and shows up in your life. And that's where syntaxing comes in so much in that you don't get to say what the contracts mean until you run through the steps of proving the original one to be fraudulent and not worth the paper it's written on. So that's where syntaxing comes into play. And it's just very important to be able to help us out. So I've syntaxed all kinds of stuff throughout my, in my usuries. And, and, you know, I've had some really great conversations with people who didn't comprehend. Uh, I posted my roads, for instance, for one journey that I wanted to go on. And I had London police knock at my door because they were afraid it was some kind of a, what's the cipher on there? And oh my, but you know what? It was funny. We had a great conversation. Just let them know. All it means is I wrote the contract in a correct grammar. They said, oh, you're just telling us where you're going. I said, yeah, all you had to do was call me because my phone number was there. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny. funny situations and teaching situations can come up. But if you're, if you're ready for these teaching situations and you know what you're talking about, you can find joy and humor and talking with other human beings, even if they seem like they're not on your side. They might seem like the big bad wolf is coming to blow your house down, but a lot of times it's just regular people who just don't know. So we can go to peace with, with just comprehending 
our knowledge and we can be neutral and we could be happy with our knowledge and just sharing that knowledge. So we kind of had some cool giggles about that. And it's like, oh, you're just basically telling us where you're going. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> so that makes me think of the, you know, the wrinkles we get between our eyes when we're trying to say what we really mean and really mean what we're trying to say. And, you know, yeah. in the fiction, it's funny how that happens, like, you know, just to get a grip on on uh, the adverbs and everything that we use. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's much simpler in the quantum. It is. There's less things that make you go, hmm, after you know what you're talking about. That's right. Um, so thank you for that overview of syntax and what it means. If we have any questions on, on syntax, um, as, as in the definition sure. of syntax, please put in your, your queries. I know we have some queries there. We'll go through those in a bit. I'm going to post in the chat. Let's talk about um, what it means to be an authorized syntax tutor. Oh, and I, wow. I, I just posted that uh, link in the chat so you can see who the authorized syntax grammar teachers are. We also have the Syntax Learning Center. I think I saw Muriel on the chat. And shout out to Colin Mur Muriel Meta Colin Biggs in the Syntax Learning Center. And um, can you talk to us about what that means to be? Uh, yeah, just to, uh, for being. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it, it it's a bit of a longer story. I, I've been in the venue now for a little over four years, kind of in that time. Um, been studying for around six-ish or so, but really didn't step into it till about four, four and a half years ago. Uh, and I came in, um, sent Russell an email, the chief, and at that time, I was just going, Russell, sent him an email. So I did. And uh, after watching War uh, some stuff on YouTube, I can't remember what it was. It may have been War Castles. And I um, just says, hey, how do I you know, learn more? And he sent me off to uh, Muriel of Red Thumb Club at that time, and Gordon was in on that. And so there's just a pile of people who were learning. And uh, we were going through it, and they were teaching the syntax and how to do that. So I learned. And I started practicing live with new people that would come in and I'd teach a little bit there. And then they says, okay, well, we're teachers. And then about a year later or so, uh, Russell, you know, the chief came in and he started saying, okay, you know, like who wants to be teachers? Who wants to go into treaty with me? And we called them gold stamp treaties, gave us lots of commercial rights and cool stuff in, in uh, you know, in the other world when we the Red Thumb Club was around. But that's kind of how a bunch of us stepped up into being teachers. We went into treaty with, with the chief on that. So we gained our commercial rights by how we contract and several of us who gained those commercial rights decided that we wanted to do that on a more consistent basis. And out of that sprang different leaders and teachers and things. And uh, the Texas Learning Center ultimately came up and, you know, there were several of us uh, as Judge Mueller teaches. And, you know, you can see that from the link that Jessica's put up. So you get to see who we are. And uh, there's, I think, 10 of us or so, nine or 10 of us, something like that, that are up on that list. And uh, so that just kind of some of us, you know, that like you know, Joey and Muriel are teaching in the Texas Learning Center with the structured uh, stuff, structured learning. And uh, some of us were teaching one on one was what I was doing for three years uh, kind of thing, uh, you know. And now I've stepped into creating um, a course that people can just take at their own pace. So instead of me talking live, they can hear it and listen to it instead of them calling me up and paying me several times they pay me once and listen to it as much as they need to that kind of stuff so it's self-learning but they also get some classes with me by times when classes are called for that type of thing oh that's uh, great you know, have the to put telegram have yep, telegram groups yep, mm -hmm. there's telegram groups and uh i just kind of self privately i'm still kind of working out the uh the scenarios where i want to change up some documentation here and there so i'm still kind of coasting with my first class kind of just making sure that they're getting pampered a little bit more and that i'm comprehending the need and that there's different learning styles right so people are going to learn from different teachers in different ways and different tutors and different methods so we're not all the same you know? for i concur and it's 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 great to hear about your program um can you talk about the importance of syntax, of just learning the skill and how you could use it, let's say in, a, in an immediate scenario that may come up or learning as Chief says, sometimes he'll say to syntax on the fly should be your goal. Can you talk about the importance of that and what does it mean to be able to syntax on the fly? 
Yeah, so syntaxing on the fly is, is a bit of a mental skill uh, I found, and <clears throat> I can do it. I have to get myself in the frame of mind, but it's basically when people are talking about like just speaking words, and let's just say uh, we a cop wants to give us a jaywalking ticket. <laughs> you know, you, you want to carry your ship's papers, but you want to be able to speak to those papers. You want to speak to the venue a little. I won't get into that aspect of it. But the syntaxing is when they, they start speaking about, well, I, I'm police. I have the authority to do this. And so you question them, what's your authority? Well, this, this badge, this, this name on my chest. Well, if the name on their chest is in a box, like you aptly mentioned earlier, it's not actually there. But if it weren't in a box, it would just be a pronoun. It's usually just a family name. It's a pronoun. And a pronoun indicates that there might be a noun somewhere in the vicinity, but not something that I could specifically contract with until it's a noun. So if you didn't phrase it up correct, it's just a pronoun and you don't exist in contract, Mr. Officer. So can I, you know, can you show me the laws, codes, rules, regulations, all kinds of things you can say to them. But in the end, it comes back down to the grammar and it comes back down to this, how the grammar was created. So if they say something like um, uh, London police services, that, well, that's three words that any one of them could potentially maybe be a noun if it's used correct, but it wasn't. It's just three words, London police services. Well, that means it's an adjective, adjective, and a pronoun. Well, none of that is a fact. None of it's a noun. So how can you stand on something that's not a fact? So syntaxing on the fly is simply comprehending that spoken word cannot be qualified first because it's just air. Two plus two equals four. Well, do, am I saying T-W-O plus T-W-O equals F-O-U-R as a mathematical equation? Or am I saying T-O plus T-O-O equals F-O-R-E? We don't know. So we can't qualify the spoken word. But even if there's word play, the play is often to change it into a poetic form or, or prose, which is just a spoken word of the day. It doesn't mean we can contract with it. And that's what we want to prove on the fly is, you know, London police services, adjective, adjective, pronoun. If you're not going to talk about the facts, why are we here? What would you say the steps are to, to get uh, yourself to learn to be able to say I can syntax on the fly? What are what are some of the beginning steps and how long would you say it would take someone to get there? I know everybody's different, but yeah. where do they start? You know what, starting in the written form for me to get a visual perspective of what's going on with the grammar, to learn the syntaxing on paper and see it before my eyes, because that starts the change in one's cognition, in their volition, and how they think, and what they believe a fact is, and how is a fact conveyed? Do we convey a fact with our spoken word? Pharaoh said 8,500 years ago, as it is written, so shall it be done. I can't tell what people are saying if I don't comprehend their words. So as it's written, so this is where we need to do, I believe we start with the written word to be able to see the context of things. How are the words used? Are they in a correct grammar? Are they fitting of a styles manual or is it fraudulent grammar? And these different things. So it really, for me, I, I'm picture based to start off. And whenever I think of things, I think in in forms of pictures. So I need to get that picture in my head. So as people speak, and as I learn, you know, I hear people saying, well, this is a one or this is a two. Well, for me now, a one is an adverb, a two is a verb. So I can do it back, I can do it back and forth. If someone says that something is a verb, I can say, oh, that's a two. Or if they say that's a two, I'm saying, oh, they mean it's a verb. But, so, but it takes time for that memory work to come. We have to create new neurological pathways, but we need to break down the old ones so we can think new. We were taught what to think, not how to think. Oh, for I concur on that. I say that a lot in you yeah. know, looking at education for young, young folks. Uh, they're definitely teaching them what to think and not how to think. Mm -hmm. So we have to think in this venue and we have a comment if all the grammar for 8,500 years has been incorrect. How do we correct our brains? Well, it takes time and study and patience and you are rewiring your brain. So it just takes some time and to be patient and graceful with yourself. It really does. And the length of time really depends upon if you know how you learn. 
So, I mean, there, there's, I think there's about five or so different types of learning styles that I'm not completely familiar with yet, though I do tend to study some of those to try to make myself a better teacher. Know thyself, right? Know how you learn. Figure yourself out. And a great way to do that is by getting in with the teachers in this venue, like, you know, like, like Marcus, like Jessica, and like all the leaders for the Amicus teams and stuff like that, because they can give you varying perspectives on the different sequences and flow that will help you get through this. And if they themselves can't help you, they could likely send you to somebody else potentially who could and look at things from a different perspective. That's a great perspective there. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see if we have any questions. If you have a syntax related question, please put it in the chat and I'm just scanning here to make sure I didn't miss any. For I concur on the rewiring of the brain, it definitely takes time. And the more you spend time studying and practicing for me, I need to write things out um, on paper so I can, it kind of helps my brain to stick, <laughs> to cement it. Um, so everyone does have different learning styles. That's what's cool is you have options to do one-on-one. -on -one. You could um, watch videos in some of the Syntax Learning options like Syntax Learning Center or Pulse you know, your videos, um, there's a lot of different ways that you could, there's possibilities out there for whatever your style is. Yes, there's lots, you know, lots of different learning styles. There's slower styles, faster styles, self-study styles. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, each, each of the teachers will bring out some good points. I know students who've learned from multiple teachers, multiple syntax teachers. It's a good idea to stick with one for your basics to get going but then afterwards branch out a little further maybe, you know, cause you don't want to get too confused between the different styles. Some teachers might teach you one thing near the beginning, others teach you that a little bit later on. Kind of depends on where they, they see their own flow and how they may be able to help those best to their own teaching abilities, right? Not all of us are professional teachers. We're all professional, we're all, we're all excellent syntaxers. You know, <laughs> and you know, so so we learn our teaching skills as we go along. I certainly do, you know, and uh, I don't speak yeah. for everyone, but I speak for me. And it's nice because there's flexibility in syntax and there's options, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, that's something that I thought was pretty neat. It's it's mm -hmm. it's different because Marcus was touching on it earlier. Sometimes we want all of our you know everything to be perfectly outlined. It has to be this way or the you know or no way. But with syntaxing, there are um, options. Maybe you could talk about that. I know, I think you know what I'm saying with if it's an adverb or an adjective, depending on where it is in the sentence and what you think it is. Would you mind? That'll be our last comment for that. Um, if you could talk about the flexibility with it too. So you don't have to stress so much. Yeah. So there's multiple different ways of looking at a scenario that we want to syntax. So the major thing we need to comprehend about syntaxing is typically, we're not the author of that contract. So if you're doing a checkbox of terms and conditions online and you haven't signed anything, whatever, yada, yada, okay, there's going to be somebody at some point that wrote that stuff. You, you weren't them and you're not them now. So you're trying to figure out what they meant. And it could have meant this, it could have meant the other, could have meant the other thing. There's different levels of syntax. So for instance, let's just stick with lawyers. <laughs> I like talking about lawyers. New young lawyers will learn how to write things in just basic stuff where they'll toss three adverbs together in a row and then they'll be a verb and then they'll try to toss in an adjective pronoun here or there. It's kind of wishy-washy. So they learn a very simplistic way of writing law. And I'm, I'm putting my fingers up, putting quotations around my use of that word. Uh, you know, so what they would contract as law is just acts. They want you to act the way that they're writing. But as they grow through their lawyering schools, and uh, one of the former teachers used to be able to say, well, I can tell that this one wrote from Harvard or this one from Oxford by the way they write their contract, because it's the way they get taught at higher levels. So there's multiple ways of viewing how these words were laid on the page, because adverbs have a tendency to be able to modify words that are around them, front words or backwards. Pronouns, when you use a list of pronouns, have a tendency to modify each other going backwards. So when they modify the grammar, the modification grammar help happens in multiple directions, you might be running into all kinds of weird scenarios that you don't know, but you don't have to know 
what the other person, what type of fraud the other person was trying to convey or how good of a fraud they were trying to convey. You just need to be able to prove there's a fraud. And you can do that multiple ways with a simple syntax or something that's a little more complex. Uh, you know, if they use an AI to write things, you know, you, there's ways of syntaxing all kinds of stuff. But the simplest form is just learning the basics. You only need to know the basics to know that it's fraud. You're already reprogramming your mind into something better. And that was great closure, Paul. Thank you. Um, we do have a question. It looks like there was an answer, um, a, yeah, an answer to that too, but I want to touch on that real quick. Um, the online software that asks you to check a box, right, to agree to terms without an autograph. There's a lot of that nowadays. Majority of, con yeah. a lot of contracts are going digital. Um, what I do is I like to print mine out and take it in. So if you're going somewhere or give yourself time to mail it in, so there's the printer. Uh, what do you think, Paul, on that with um, electronic contract? Well, we always have the, the stop and correct is our duty as postmaster. <clears throat> so we might not always have the ideal circumstances, ideal circumstances in which we wish to contract. That might all, not always be the offer. But when they offer something like, let's just say, the checkbox online for terms and conditions, where you check the box and you hit OK, we have a contract. No, what you have is a potential. So the postmaster's duty of the stop and correct now is to download that printed or whatever and verify that contract. So when you syntax that contract, you realize and see it's been written in fictitious grammar means you now need to go back and correct that so that you do have a contract that stipulates correct terms and conditions in quantum. Because as per last flag standing, there aren't many flags out there under which one can contract now, lawful like, you know, so we're looking at the former Title IV <laughs> flag as being one of them, right? Last flag <laughs> standing. So your options are kind of limited. So if they're using the Canada flag, that one by two Canada flag, well, yeah, someone in the quantum has that flag, but they're not sharing. So when that's, that's pulled from commerce, you can't use it. And then there's some Australian flags that were taken up. Well, there's a couple of those that could potentially be used if you have contract for that. Other than that, that's it. <laughs> you know, it's kind of <laughs> like you got to follow the rules of the venue that's here. And all those other fictitious contracts, all those other flags from the, Unite, the United Nations, all those things, they're all fraudulent. They're all fictitious. They can't stand under the laws that were created under those flags because they're created under fictitious grammar. We can syntax any of so-called contracts that have created those as corporate entities in, in commerce, prove it to be fictitious, and prove they don't have the authority and that their contracts are not worth the paper that they're printed upon. And that's what we do with your life claim to start, with your duty to stop and correct, you're being able to syntax those docs, turn it back around, and correct. So it's not just about stopping, it's about correcting. Once you've corrected, you're the postmaster. Before I concur, and on that note, let's see if we have any queries on our topics for tonight. Let's um, see if we have any questions here. I think we're current from what I can see. And thanks for that great closure, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. So while some of us are thinking of some questions to post, I want to talk about some other exciting things coming up in the venue. And when we say in the venue, that means for us claimants with our claim of the life with Colin Russell, Hyphen J. Colin Gould. So we have um, a new amicus format. The amicus we've talked about, you've heard it a few times tonight. It's a new way excuse me, we have a new formatted amicus or a, it's an updated template. So way to stop and correct. So there is a way out of this fiction and the amicus is it. Um, so if you wanna join, get your claim to life, there's an amicus task force. We open that up twice a year, um, but that's something that's new and exciting. And we also have a class coming in October timeframe and it's our contract writing basics. And the goal of that class is to teach and learn with the correct sentence structure 
communication parsing, syntax, grammar, contract writing, learning the methods and mechanics of the styles and basic, basic postal mechanics, and to cement your contract writing skills and taking all of the knowledge you've learned from step seven, taking it further in the contracts this in your world. These, these men became women. And to further, that was a little blip there, to further your contract writing skills. And um, that's coming in October. So stay on the, on the look for that. And that's all I have for this evening. I'll open it up one last time here. Last call for any questions. And I want to say much gratitude to Colin Marcus hyphen Christopher, Colin Kirkland, and to Colin Paul hyphen Douglas Colin Jubinville. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have you guys with me tonight and to talk about the, the support system that we have here in the venue with the steps one through six for the tutoring. So if you've got your claim of the life, we've got you covered there. Go into step seven, got the postmaster study groups. Need to syntax, we got you covered there too. So thank you guys for being here with me this evening. Thanks so much for having thank me. Thank you, it was a pleasure. It's, being back. Yeah, it's great to share this stage again with you too, Marcus. Gratitude. Yeah, same here, Paul. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you everyone right. for listening. Thanks, Thanks so everyone. Much. I'll go ahead and sign off. I'm gonna stop yeah. the recording and we'll go ahead Find and us online. This. Yep, and look for um, the links in the chat and find us on ForTheClaimOfTheLife.com. Awesome.